Hey, hey, what's going on? Oh, hey, Huey. Hey. I'm excited. Huey said hey. Huey's not a guest. Huey, you know, he's piping in. He's a little pissed off. He's not a guest. Right. So, uh... Huey's got shit to say. He's got yeah. stuff on his mind. Yeah, we are in, uh... We are in studio mode with Chris Bat. Absolutely. Welcome back, Chris Bat. Studio mode? Studio mode. Well, you I know, didn't I don't know what else to call dining it. Dining room mode. Dining room mode. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. I'll let that um, slide. Yeah. And you so, know what? In in the coming weeks we're gonna have Robert Title, hmm. the producer of uh the Barbershop movies and Southside with You and Men of Honor and It'll be a good episode. Yeah, I'm sure. Chicago filmmaking icon. Yeah, nice guy too. Wow. Yeah, really, cool really, guy. Really yeah, nice dude. cool yeah. guy. Really yeah. good guy. Yeah. Well, today. Yeah. Uh, is a sad. I know you're. I know you're mourning. Because it's the last I've day been, of February. I've been mourning. Yeah, it's the last day of February. You know, my birth, my birthday month. We all know we celebrate birthdays in months now. Yeah. Um, we call that the Gabby so, rule. The last day of my birthday month, but also. Uh, uh, 2021 is the year Daft Punk broke up. After 28 years. So they released that little short film epilogue or Wh- Which whatever. I heard was wonderful. I heard it it was, made me cry. Yeah. It really did. It was um, really well done. I mean, well, super simple. That That's what I love about it is, the, you know, it's simple costume sets and, uh, you know, effects. And it told... It spoke way louder than anything that's been released in the last 10 years that had CGI or anything, you know, Marvel Universe could ever could ever make. But um, yeah, I I thought the short film was really good, but I'm really sad about Daft Punk because I think when they broke up, the news initially hit me and I was like, kind of like, eh, well... They haven't really made music in eight years, and, uh, you know, like, you know, I really loved them, but I never saw them live. What relationship did I have with this? And then I started to really, really dig deep and think back, and I thought, wow, I really do love Daft Punk more than I thought. Well, what's not to love, you know? I bought um, Human After All, or, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the Mm -hmm. album. Jeez. in Ocean City, yeah, in the summer, and uh, that album <clears throat> like pretty much changed me. The song "Human After All" is like the best song ever. Yep, one of them. Oh, yep. <laughs> I'm he not, doesn't I'm know not nearly, shit about Daft Punk, folks. Not, so not, this is going to be hard. Not nearly uh, as much as you do. Right. Well, the song, no, I don't when know. you say "human," I, I think of the Rag and Bone Man song. We're not I'm talking about human. Rag and Bone. No. Oh my god. What? You brought Jesus. that song into uh, into the podcast? I just world? Uh, I, I actually like that song. I don't think that I've ever I don't think sucks. I've ever seen that look on Max's face. Yeah, that look of visceral disgust, disgust like somebody like, just fired a turn into yeah, his mouth. I'm like, only human <laughs> after all. I think it's a cool song. Put you know? the blame on hey, me. Music is subjective. I you know I it, think it, that one is bad. Well, that was, you know, okay, and that's fine. Uh, yeah, you know, opinions are like opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one, and the other guy stinks. But his is stinkiest. Max, um, you should talk to next time you see uh, Joe Shanahan. You yeah. should ask ask Joe about those guys. Um, oh, this they, woman Catherine that I I worked with at Metro forever right. ago. She was like their publicist. For pretty yeah, much she's their the whole one. Who, she's the one who does PR for uh, Metro now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ka- no. Well. I mean, Catherine Fraser. She she did Metro uh, PR when she worked for there, but she has her own yeah. company out in LA mm-hmm. now, and, and you know she has like huge hip hop stars that work. You know, works. speaking of uh, which, Joe Shannon, we got to get him in here. So these guys are like good. These like are good human beings. This band is what is what I'm being told. Or oh, Daft Punk. No, no, no. What are, are you guys talking about? The people in the band or the people at the Metro? No, no. I'm talking. We're talking about people. Well, Catherine Fraser. Worked was, for Daft Punk. She was like, oh, their okay, we're ba- okay, okay, right, okay, right. Sorry, and I'm saying you should talk to Joe Shanahan, owner of the Metro, right, right. Catherine's former boss. I'm sure he worked with those guys. Over the years. Yeah, he I'd probably to. knows them. He yeah. worked with and, everybody. Yeah, and, you know? and has some good stories. And yes, we do need to get Joe in here. By the Why way, you make on, that happen? on Saturday afternoons, he's spinning at the G Man. That's the G Man. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's yeah. What, uh, I was in there yesterday, and he played a bunch of. Uh, 
a bunch of prints that you can't hear anyone or anywhere else. You know, some of the uh, that box set, the yeah. vault, yeah. unreleased, yeah. yeah, in the vault. Yeah, uh, my well, buddy Mark got that. It's gorgeous yeah. packaging too. Um, but be- like you, you said, the publicists for Daft Punk and and all that, and I just think about their publicity in general and how they re- remain disguised pretty much their whole career. Right. I'm sure the internet, yeah. I know the internet has caught on to them and has exposed them and there's images of them somewhere out there. I have not seeked those out. I like the mystery. And I think that's what um, also added to their legacy is they kept that mystery pretty pretty well. Yeah. Um, kind of like the replacements, you know, or the residents. The residents. The, re- right. the replacements. <laughs> like, like, they, played, they played no. SNL. <laughs> no, but the residents definitely, um, you know, Kiss was like that for Kiss, a long time. Kiss, you never yeah. saw the gorillas. Them the minute the gorillas. Gorillas. Um, Rest in peace, MF Doom. There you go. Just died. Uh, and, yeah. and he died Halloween, and he kept it secret for, till when? Like January His or so? His family yeah. Yeah, didn't release yeah. it. Yeah, no. that's... Yeah. I think artists like that that move in this secret, um, mysterious sort of disguise. I think I think that's a level of artistry that um, you you need you need a certain skill to to keep that up and discipline and uh, discipline. I, yeah, I yeah. think that's I think it's incredible. Um, and I think that's well, sort minute, of coming minute, alive on the internet yeah, these the days. People kiss. are making mock social media accounts and speaking their opinions because they're afraid to be seen in person or yeah. whatever. There's a lot of V for Vendetta uh, uh, Guy Fox. Guy Fox. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Guy Foxism. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've just coined that We phrase. coined it. Yeah, copyright it. You know, the yeah. minute the minute Kiss took off all her makeup, it's like... And made uh, Lick It I Up. Said, I, uh, animalize, yeah. Lick yeah. it up. Were you guys... I wanted, did I wanted you guys to, fall I, for that or no? No. No, I was already over it. I wanted, uh, I wanted them to put their makeup right back on. Yeah. They were yeah. four of the ugliest motherfuckers so, what, on the planet. What's, well, what's, there was no Ace and there was no uh, uh, Peter Chris in the band by then. Like, yeah. What's So what is that like when music loses its sort of... Um, Currency? Uh, no, uh, no, when it loses that sort of facade of some sort. You know, punk did went through it. Rock went through it. I think rap is kind of currently going well, through it's, it. Well, you know, uh, at a certain point, at a certain point, it's there's this been there, done thatism, you know, that that mm-hmm. kind of happens. Um, right. I mean, I, what I like about music now and what what people, what kids are doing. I mean, it is kids that are making you know pop music now is that they they don't worry about genres is this rock? Yeah. no is this not at all it's just right. is it good does it yeah. make your you know does it make you happy you know is it touching you and, well you mm-hmm. know i mean a lot of that has to do with just the decline and disappearance of the labels you know i mean right. um you know I, I was trying to figure out how chance made money on his music when he just you know put it on the internet right you know and it was the gave merch, the music away for free. The, but the yeah. touring and the in the merchandise well, remains the only way. Any the main components, yeah, yeah, yeah. In licensing, licensing, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, yeah. right now, the music community, particularly here in Chicago, I mean, they're really hurting. I mean, the pandemic has uh, yeah shut down their one engine and one economic engine. You know, right. live performance. You right. know, um, yeah. I, saw an art- I didn't read it. I just saw a headline in the Tribune that. Musicians are heading to from Chicago are heading to Mexico to play music because I guess the restrictions are lighter down there or something. I didn't. That's really interesting, actually. I, I think uh, I, it's a little dangerous. It's too, dangerous for know? sure. I agree. I mean, most most of the most of the you know bartenders, restaurant workers, every musicians, you know, sound engineers, you know, con- people all the way up to like Joe. Who are, they're just sitting around, yeah. you know, twiddling their thumbs, just waiting, you know. Yeah. Luckily, uh, you know, looks like the they they got some money through the yeah, save our through, stages through the mm-hmm. civil uh, charity. Yeah, right, right, yeah, they right. they're yeah, thankfully. Yeah, um, and that's huge, gigantic. You know. I mean, I can't I can't imagine Chicago without metro without hideout without, yeah you know, a million little venues well, i mean yeah and then you, know, you have like the, empty bottle the theater or, scene know. comedy scene you right. know um, absolutely max yeah, yeah we talk about so music many, there's so many other live, yeah, absolutely. live venues you know, to I mean, 
and 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 so much opportunity being stolen. I mean, with student miss, athletes, especially yeah, too. I, miss I going think about to the, that. I miss going to the theater. I miss doing theater. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's just this whole thing has just shot a hole in the bottom of the boat. You know, and I don't know. Well, it's it's turned all of us into somebody else. It's changed things, and it's it, it's kind of reformatted how we have to kind of make entertainment and i kind of hate it i man i don't know how to say this but i just really hate tiktok i really hate it <laughs> you know I, I think i don't spend any time i on think it, it's so, so designed for yeah. i think it's so designed for self-performance there's no because with vine vine was point and shoot it was like click this button you're recording flip the camera you can record yourself flip, it's a lot more complicated to make things on TikTok. It's and then like everything, the way that everything's formatted to go viral, it's like now you have. I don't know if you, you guys haven't been seeing this, but I'll explain this to people who do know what I'm talking about. Like I really hate the TikToks that like you hear that like computer voice over it, like my dad's mad at me or something, and then like it's just then you go into the skit. It's like it's like explaining what the skit is going to be with this computer voice. Yeah, and then you're going. It's completely to me ruining how stories are told, how how movies are made, and everything, and it's just designed for this self performance. You know, and I that's never, I've never even fine. looked at it. I don't, I don't, I don't, don't. I wouldn't know how to get it. it you know? And there's a lot of funny stuff that comes out of it. I'm not gonna act like I don't watch the, well, the videos. Guy, the and The guy laugh on the skateboard doing the Stevie them. Nicks song was fucking. Funny, that was great. You know? yeah, yeah, that's great. And that's what it's for. Yeah. But at the same time, I just see a lot of like. Man, I just see a lot of bad stuff on it. Like, just not like, like, just really just self serving content that is just like, it doesn't practice your craft, it didn't entertain anyone. And we're just, we're just really, in, it's just, it's just lost in the swirl of useless content. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. That sounds so horrible. Well, I mean, it is, you know, about 80% of the I, internet I, is useless I, content. I, but, you know? Yeah. But that's here's fair, the thing, Max. But, like, there's a 15 year old out there who's sitting on his phone looking through TikTok, right? Who 20, 30 years ago was listening to the radio, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. um, and and might have been watching TV, but I just maybe you know, reading a book, who or knows, reading a book, yeah. Um, it, I, it, you know, our attention is just completely pulled in a million different directions, yeah. right? Um, you mentioned the Super Bowl earlier today, yeah. which I, I watched. Part of the second quarter, I think it was about all I devoted. I turned it on late. I got bored after about ten minutes and turned it off. But I had I realized I don't watch commercial television. Like I, I never see TV shows with commercials anymore. And I'm like, I, I don't want to sit through this. Crap. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So I, it's funny because I we, we are we're we're we, you know it used to be like anything longer than three minutes nobody's going to take the time to watch right well, now I feel like it's longer than thirty seconds. Right. Oh, the American attention span is like that of a house fly. Now. It's you know the you know? the attention span thing. I I I go back and forth with you know I think um, one how can anyone control that you know how how are you about to make things how are you about to get people to adapt to slower quality quality moving content whatever what have you no i'm saying quality is the answer oh, yeah. oh, your question. oh, oh, oh. sure video was a great example of that right. that's why everybody watched queen's gambit you know it was, it i was didn't perfectly made you know uh, i will uh, max I just loves to prove you wrong yeah no, no I, everybody I, watched it. I didn't watch it. i didn't watch it <laughs> Yuli um, and I watched it. We loved it. Yeah, so did I. I heard no, I've heard nothing but great things. The the wallpaper in the house that she lived in. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, amazing. You yeah, know yeah. what? I got to watch Bill Camp. Right. You know, the guy who played Mr. Scheibel. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, he's also in the phenomenal. night of. He's a great actor. He's in. Uh, he was in that. The Outsider. The Outsider, yeah. which was probably the best show of nineteen. You know, either you that or Watchmen. You know, or, oh God! You know, twenty was that in twenty twenty or was that in that was twenty nineteen? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Well, you didn't watch Watchmen. Every time I looked down, it was some dude. There was some complex shit going on. I just I, they, like you can't just walk down and be like, oh, what's going on, and then see it. 
it's a guy in his underwear with a cape on on a white horse. It's just it, it's something um, go, something gotta, weird. You got to watch on. it from the beginning, and then and yeah. then it makes I'm, sense. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I just it's I a didn't. great description. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just you, you go down. You and watch, it's like, there's a guy in yeah, a purple yeah, purple Shazam it. outfit it, yeah. with a silver cape, and he's like, there's some double cross scene going on. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I watch all. Doesn't pull me in. I love him. Regina King giving like one of the performances of her life. She just came out with a new movie that she directed. Yeah, we watched it. The one night, Miami. One night, Miami. Yeah. How was that? Yeah. Did you like it? You know what? I liked it. I mean, Michelle thought it was uh, a play. Uh-huh. You know, and it, it seemed very much more like something you'd see on a stage. But, you know, it was the story of Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, um, uh, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke right. all coming to, coming to this. Hanging out one night. Yeah. It's, a, it's been written about Yeah, coming to this so, meeting yeah. of the minds one night in a hotel room in Miami, right. you know? And yeah, it was thoughtful. I mean, it was thought provoking. It made, it made me made me realize just what a wealth of uh, going to pull up what I just saw. Uh, humanity that the four of those guys had. Oh my you know? god! You right. know, um, and especially because this was like set in like sixty seven, sixty six. No, it was like... set in like sixty three or sixty four. Oh, even earlier. Because, yeah. yeah, because Malcolm X was assassinated. Oh right. I think in like sixty five or sixty six. Right. Right. And. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it got to me. I, I really, uh, I was really moved by it. Yeah, you know. I saw the Night Stalker. Who? <laughs> I haven't seen documentary. That. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I think that's uh, kind of the new horror. I think d- documentaries yeah. on people who did this real life really stuff horrible shit. I think yeah. watching that in the middle of the night, there's nothing more <clears throat> terrifying. There are n- Yulia watches these murder programs. Oh yeah, yeah. Nonstop. And Saturday Night Live did some skit about it last night. Right, right, right. It was pretty funny. But I, I, I don't, I, you know, I've, I've the, the first serial. Right. I, I, I listened to that. You know, I did the. Um, what was the not the tiger one, but the one the Netflix series before that about the guy who got accused and went to jail and then he got out and then oh Ted Bundy not Ted Bundy um, I can't, oh I, no that, the, those the, are good uh, Mind Hunter uh, the, the best uh, doc like the best yeah. doc there is uh, the murder doc on Netflix the best one is a doc called Don't Fuck with Cats yeah and it's about I can't this watch it. creepy creepy guy named Luca Magnata who. Um, Made the news actually because he sent uh, Justin Trudeau like parts of a, a body. I think he sent him a foot or a head or something. One yeah, of the, he tortured cats. Yeah, tortured cats, and it evolved into him murdering yeah, people I as snuff films. I, yeah. No, I can't. You but, know, anybody who hurts animals, first of all, you first know, of just, all, it, it's not a doc about what a great guy he was. It's about a doc <laughs> what a sick fucking yeah, delu- like delusional uh, lunatic. And what drove him? He was right. so vain. He was this model guy who got plastic surgery and did Rent Boy stuff. Like, uh-huh. And it was creepy. But at the same time, his character is so... like you, It's like a car wreck. You just keep on watching. And what makes this guy yeah, tick? I, it's, having, having lived under uh, a sociopath for the last four years, I, I, I have no desire right. to watch any. Right. But with that said... It's not really about him as much as it's about these regular people on Facebook. Yeah, it's about us, you know, being about, detectives yeah. Right. Yeah. and finding him out and figuring him out. Yeah. It, it is Good. really impressive. Tracking him down and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, it's really about them. Yeah. I started watching like the first couple of minutes. They interviewed one, like a talking head, a talking head, and then they cut to a video yep. of him. And I'm sure they didn't actually show him torturing they, anything. They don't, but they get as close as they legally exactly. can. And it's just the second I saw the video start mm-hmm. that it was hit, I was like, nope, I'm out. Yep. I just yeah. didn't want to watch it. And it's interesting that you brought that up. I'm sick of entertainment about really rotten, vile, shitty people. Okay. I'm just tired of it. Okay, so last night, I've, I've, I, don't, I love the Coen brothers, but I'd never seen um, Inside Lewin... Davis. Llewellyn I, Davis. I, I haven't yeah. seen it either. Not my favorite Coen Brothers film, but no, mine neither. Um, they, they 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 have some movies I don't like. They have some movies I fucking love. I'll watch over same and over here, again. Same but, here. But yeah. the, the character um, and but, you know, great great performance. The musical performance out of this fucking Oliver world. Isaac's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. John and Goodman's great. John it, Goodman's great. Who's playing basically Doc Palmas? Right, and he was like, oh, it was out of bad. That was he was out of shape i mean like he looked yeah. bad that must have been right before he started losing weight but regardless 
that that character is he's a piece of shit like everybody's known a musician who couch surfed and fucked everybody's girlfriend and got her pregnant and like right you know he's a self he's a self-centered selfish motherfucker yeah, i'm sick of movies about assholes and, and like i got to the end of the movie and it ended and you was like oh i kind of like that and i was like fuck that movie fuck that guy like yeah. i you know, they trick you. You know, you spend a lot of time with the character, you start to like them. Taxi driver, perfect example. Oh yeah. You spend two hour, hour and a half driving around with with, <laughs> with Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah, with an incel, and you start to sh- to, to have uh, empathy for him because you yeah. spend so much time with sure, him. Sure, sure. But you know, in this film, I, f- I hated the character. So I'm with you, so Tony. Do I, like I don't so want. Do I, I want to watch characters, people I'm interested in seeing, um, hearing, hanging out with. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I I agree that we probably. Should shouldn't spend too much time on shitty people but with that said like for example they're about to adapt uh lonely boy the steve jones sex pistols guitarist memoir i know jonesy and good for you but uh uh, (laughs) no well i'll actually i'll ask you some stuff about him one day um not this episode. Uh, No, but but he has a lot of but he has a lot of things in his life that aren't like they're really not great. He was a kleptomaniac. He fucked a lot of all of his bandmates' girlfriends. Right, right. right? But within that is there such good story, and it's like, I know why this is being adapted, what, what have you. And what I'm saying is, like, I just... The reason I love characters in movies is because... It, if you do have a perfect Superman-esque character in a movie, I'm going to tune out so quick. It's not even funny. And I enjoy movies that are are about good and evil i do but i uh, i just think the world is more gray than that and i think that like you know like we talk about like why do we watch the godfather every that's not a lovely family no why why do we watch it's um, uh it's it's bravura you know why do we watch why do we watch die hard every christmas john mcclain doesn't strike me as like a a bernie sanders type. i didn't i didn't watch Uh, i didn't watch it this year i mean uh, yes you did we watched it with zoe yeah you're a liar. I, I <laughs> like seeing I like seeing Hans Gruber get tossed off a of Noki not Nakatomi Tower. Right, you know? right. It's uh, not Christmas to me until he's you know. And is Alan is, Al, is Alan Rickman perfect in that movie? Fucking yes, Amen. He's a is great he, villain, and he's such a nice he's guy a, in he's it a too. Great. Right. great fucking he wants to. He wants too. to. He wants to just. Make examples out of people, hold them hostage. No, and just, I, I hear, I hear I, your point. I hear your point, and I think there's a difference between like a quality villain. I, right, you know, we're doing yeah. our, we're doing the Gene Hackman Film Festival at my house. Yeah, I, next, I know. next is Unforgiven, which he plays one of the just most a rotten evil, motherfucker. Yeah, evil character. Little Bill, um, right. Little Bill, Shocker, Little Bill, Bill Daggett. Uh, that's probably on my top five of movies that I haven't seen that people are like, "What? Oh, Unforgiven? So, You've never seen it." It's, oh my! It's I, really good. Uh, I, I, enjoy, I haven't seen it for years. You know I, what? You know it's what? Very slow pace. It's That's a great film, though. What you know? is always kind of catching me away from it. I think I've always wanted time with it, and I don't think that I've ever made time for it. But I've always wanted to. Yeah, we're see gonna. It. Do, but then we're gonna follow it up with the Royal Tenenbaums, where he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yes. part of an ensemble cast. Yes, here, but. Um, but like you could be a, a, a good villain and a complex character. Yeah, you know you can be mean horrible you know antagonist in the story and i'll still might be interested in watching you right but just like shitty i'm just tired of shitty people I'm, right right i love the, the sopranos but i don't think i want to go back and watch it again oh, there's not either. one redeemable quality but they make fun of them through the, that's part of the reason i love the sopranos yeah. Oh, yeah. they make fun of them yeah. they're yeah. making fun of those guys from the entire right. time i mean right. by the end by the end of the series, you just realize Tony Soprano is a fucking monster. He is, you know. Yeah. Well, not um, only that, but it's like everyone in the family. It, it's like where did they go from there? Yeah. Where does well, the mom it's, go? It's, where does... it's that shittiness? It spread to his wife exactly. and their children. The son. And... It's like I don't even want to know what because, like, look, if he tries to uh, not spoil. Sorry, guys, the show's been over for fifteen years. But if he tries to off himself in the last season, I'm thinking in the future that's gonna maybe come about again yeah, i don't right, know i right. just i there's well, they're I making, they're making about, a prequel right now and with, this, with, uh, with james gandolfini's son is playing right young tony soprano and i with, gotta tell you he was in the uh the show about um pornography in new york 
Oh, the douche. Oh, the douche. The douche. Yeah. And he was good. In okay, that. so he's acted before. He is. Yeah. So yeah. you'll recognize him when you see uh, him. Hoffman's, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son is going to be in Paul Thomas Anderson's new movie. He hasn't acted at all. No shit. And I just feel like. Well, if it's in the gene pool. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I'm not. I, in it, if yeah. there's someone, <laughs> if I could put my money on anyone that's like, oh, he has no experience and probably will be all right it's gonna be him you know who uh, knew who knew philip seymour hoppin real well was Chernus. Chernus. Yeah, yeah Chernus. he yeah. kind of brought him up on the podcast a little bit but yeah. i don't think he wanted to fully like i don't think he wanted to be like well you know why no he, he, he very wanna, he kept think, that very I, I mean, he's pretty heartbroken that you know he's who, no longer who, here, who wouldn't know? be you know you have a yeah. you have an actor of that caliber compliment your work you that don't that guy you is don't a one, once that. in a generation yeah Come, you know, actor. Well, comes so isn't it so crazy good. how everything he does is like you want more of? Like that scene in the Hard Eight when he's like, yeah. just teasing. Uh, what's what's that great actor's name? John C. Reilly. No, uh, uh, Philip Baker Hall. Philip Baker Hall when he's teasing him at the end of the Crab's Table, and you're just like, wow. I really just feel like you could just take the camera and follow, and just that, follow guy that guy for, guy for the rest minutes. of the movie. Yeah, yeah right. just, but. Uh, yeah, that's so sad, man. I mean, I I, I was recently like uh, talking about him, and I never knew like the details of how that all yeah. went about. And it's just all very, very tough. If it's to if hear. his passing, yeah, like he's I, a heroin well, addict, well, right? The, well, that, it would, it would, yeah, he he'd he been he relapsed for twenty five years. And I always, and, uh, yeah, I'd always known he'd relapsed. I didn't know how he went back to it or or, or yeah. what have you, but. Yeah, that's always yeah, tough. Yeah, I mean, honestly, just one of the greatest actors I've ever watched. I mean, yeah, every, so everything he ever did was a joy to watch, yeah, you know? Yeah, he's, I, I mean... He really embodied his character. Absolutely. And, and, you know, there's a lot of good actors, you, you know, got tons of starring roles, like George Clooney. George Clooney plays George Clooney in everything he does, you know? Yeah. You yeah, know, it's, but it's, it's pretty I, I gotta tell you, though, you watch Michael Clayton and you're watching you're watching the guy become fully formed. I mean, that, that was... I'm the, not saying he's yeah. a bad actor no, at all. No, not I think at all. But, but the, he, he does a, a variation on the same guy Yeah, the trick with the is you gotta get a role that's like, he's gonna be like, oh, I can see George Clooney playing right. Him just the, himself as his character. The yeah. Coen Brothers film he did, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Like, that was a character. Yeah, like absolutely. A, yeah. that, I, I think George Clooney acted his ass off. Batman and Robin character. <laughs> yeah. Letter yeah. perp. But Philip Seymour Hoffman, like, it was, I never saw. Just a chameleon. I, he yeah. was. Yeah. Well, you, you look at the character in Boogie Nights, Boogie, this ah. feeble. Or Charlie the, Wilson's War. Tra- I just watched that again, fucking like, last that. week. Did yeah, he it's like the cynical CIA. Yeah. You know, he breaks uh, a guy's fucking window again. Because he like, didn't get the promotion know, yeah. he wanted. Yeah. It punch drunk love when he's like, uh, shut the fuck up on the yeah. phone and just. Uh, I know we've talked about that. His before, anger was that, unmatched. That is, on the, that is the greatest Adam Sandler performance. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uncut Gems is pretty fucking good. He's too. great I, in that. He's he great is, in that. He is good in that. I think punch drunk love was. There's something about it that, like, he was on his way to becoming sort of like a punchline with the Mr. Deeds movies and shit. Oh, he didn't yeah. give a shit. He uh, but, had so oh, much money yeah. stacking and, and up. That's, and, and they're, hey, making, and they're making a sequel to Happy Gilmore. No one, <laughs> hey, no one, no one is a bigger advocate for Sandler than me. I think right. he's made because I think with all these movies he's made, he's kept some pretty generally good principles you yeah. know like 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 big daddy is full of like so much good wisdom to be a good person but also oh, yeah. maybe he, he not tripping rollerbladers by the by the park but big daddy's a know. wonderful fucking movie too, it is man. it's it just is. got a lot of heart he works with this, so much he works heart. with the same people every time yeah. because he loves <laughs> my, to hang out with them my, he wants to shoot a filmy <laughs> film with drew barrymore in hawaii yeah. let's go hang out in hawaii my buddy yeah. my buddy Two reed months. has an ongoing joke he goes he goes Every time I open Twitter, there's always a tweet about Adam Sandler making like movies with his buddies and being such a good guy. He goes, right. he goes, it yeah. happens once a month or right. like once well, a he's week. A, he, Rob Schneider, just, you know, Rob Schneider's been in every fucking movie. Yeah. You know, Rob Schneider is the, the father of L. King. I don't know, L. King. You know that song, The Let Go? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, she's a marvelous singer. That's her dad. That's her dad. Yeah. <laughs> Deuce Gigolo. Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow. American <laughs> Gigolo. Yeah. You know? That's so sad. Rob Schneider. Good for you. Picked Rob. all the wrong like main things to get in. Yeah. Like, I disagree. I, I think he probably has a pretty good life. He did a TV oh, he, show uh, that was like loosely yeah. based oh, on you know himself. What, you know what? He's 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 actually a very good uh, he, character yeah. actor. All those Adam Sandler movies. He's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I'm in. No, I'm in no way. And and you so, can do it. All night long. <laughs> And on SNL, he's so lovable, man. It's right. like whenever you, you saw him in the skit, you're like, okay, this is probably going to be pretty good. Man, I loved but him. I loved him I'm in just, Big Daddy. I, I know you. You eat three pieces of cheesecake. It, I love ex- food yeah, to you. I just, <laughs> I just feel like he could have done better than than like Deuce Bigelow, the hot chick, and the animal. Like I feel like those three movies, like you do those yeah. in a row, it's like, ooh, ooh. I think mm. he could have had more serious roles and more. Were those I'm all sure he Saturday does. Night Live character movies. In a no. way, it, no, well, but in a sense, he been, got he know? got them because because of that that, that reputation and thing, right? and all that. I think. Well, you you mentioned uncut gems, yeah. okay, and that movie, fuck those guys that made it, and I mean that because I'm jealous. Oh, oh because okay. I was uncomfortable through that whole fucking same movie. here, man. It was From most jittery, and, jittery, most jittery, fucking all those medium and close up shots, not yeah. a wide shot in the whole fucking movie, yeah. no establishing shots, right. handheld. And, and, and you know and, the and one Sand, guy, you know, Sandler's the one, character, yeah, I fucking hated him, yeah, right. Oh, he's a douchebag. Well, you know what the most beautiful part of the movie is when he gets killed. I feel like I feel you know like what, all of that. I no, felt, I felt that, bad when he, dizzy merry go round. No, the know? dizzy merry go round. You go on, and then once he dies, I felt it stop right there. But also, not only that, it's like it. That was the only thing that had to happen to stop the madness because you know he's going to let yeah. him out and he's going to go. Okay, guys, one more bet. I swear to God, this is going to go through. Yeah. And game seven. It's going to be like, yeah. and they're going to be like, it was never going to end. Yeah. Right. And that guy <laughs> ended it. And and you know, obviously it's a I mean, shocking it, it, ending. It's a movie it's, about a pathology. There's something you know about it I mean? where right. it's like the ride has finally stopped and you see the last shot of him, he's smiling. Yeah. Right. He's right. he he died the happiest he could yeah. have died. Right. Like, I mean, when I I think this is also something the old and right. Tony, you're a few years older than I am. Max, I'm yeah. a few years older than you. Sure. When I was younger, I loved all these like cutting edge movies. I yeah. love the Tarantino films. And like mm-hmm. my parents went to go see Pulp Fiction. You know, you guys, that's where we're a little bit different. I, uh, the only Tarantino movie I really, really like a lot was uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You right. Know? That's um, a lie. Well, wait. I, no, I'm not crazy about a lot of his films. Well, we can come, we can come back to him. Let, let me finish. That's a lie, and I'll, I'll get. I want to. I do want to get. So back I, to I love these edges, uh, Bad Lieutenant, or yeah. you know, th- th- you know, movies that made me squirm in my seat. Abel or, Ferrara movies, you right, mean? Yeah, right, exactly. Right. And um, and and like I remember my parents, they went to go see Pulp Fiction, and my mom left left early, and my dad made it to like the basement scene, and then he was out of there. Yeah, and it, and and they're like, we just I don't want to watch that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I want movies to make me happy. I want to. I want to go to the movie and forget about whatever else is going on in my life and just enjoy myself and have fun. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was like, man, but I, that's fun for me to like get right. sucked into some, you know, uh, uh, you know, p- pulp story, yeah, right? You know, gimp. about grifters or murder or, you know, these despicable characters. But the older I get, yeah. the less I want to watch that same stuff. Do here. You, you feel the same way, yeah. Tony? You do. I'm kind of tired about movies about shitty people. Right. How about I put so. on Pulp Fiction right now and we, and we, and we share, and we, and then we watch it and then we share that same that same opinion. I don't. I, don't, I really think, don't want to see it again. I think this is a classic case of I haven't watched Pulp Fiction in five plus years. I'm yeah, sorry. I have that no movie desire to see it. Again. Is a yeah. masterpiece, and the disgusting characters that are in it are masterfully, masterly written. Whatever, masterfully written. They're, I just love watching your dad do that. <laughs> yeah, jerk first of all, let me. Let, uh, first of all, dad, motion while you're you recommended. Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction to me. These are movies you like. Oh, I, I like stop. Reservoir Just Dogs. Stop. I admire it. And I guess Jackie know? Brown was a big flop too, right? Love Jackie Brown. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I'm not uh, saying they're flops. I'm not it. saying. And I'm in, just saying you know, I'm not as fond of the uh, uh, Tarantino, you know, milieu as you are. 
Right. I here's the thing. I, I love I, the last one though. I mean, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Classic I'm, case of not seeing his movie I, in I, years. I love all of his films. I've yeah. watched them over and over again. I can I could go super deep on them. Right. But I will say that makes one of us. Right. <laughs> I the 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 like over the top violence is is kind of old for me now. Yeah. Like I'm like um the the hateful eight. You know when that's that's the one that really soured me. When, on him, when he kicks you know? his head up from from the basement underneath, yeah. and then they immediately shoot him in the head, and his yeah. head Channing explode. Tatum, Channing Tatum, and blood and brains go all over everybody or whatever. I was just like, <sighs> did I really need that? Yeah, but it was built to that. It was. Point, it, was. it was. I know what he was doing, and I and I look. I mean the the, the bar <sighs> scene in fucking Inglorious Bastards, like the. Best, best built, best built yeah, absolutely. Ever. Like Tarantino's a fucking, and also might of that. be his best ensemble he's worked with. It, you can up argue there, yeah. up there. The only problem, my biggest problem with that movie was fucking Mike Myers. I love Mike Myers, but when I saw him in the movie, I was like, Is he gold member. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I, I feel like that joke? was sort of a nod to all that. I in think a way. it was, but I was I, just like, it totally love, took me out of the movie. I, sure, I love sure. Brad Pitt in it, man. I he's love, amazing. You know, Waltz, awesome, and, and that's I'm, when Waltz comes up you're like West who Virginia is this guy accent. yeah aldo rain i want my nazi skulls you know my nazi skulls get my nazi skulls my nazi uh scalps and the and the soundtrack you owe me 100 nazi skulls it's potentially his best soundtrack the ennio morricone that's littered in that yeah. in that movie yeah. is that guy never made a beautiful, bad soundtrack man. I, I, actually in the, that opening scene in inglorious bastards with yeah, yeah. Um, sounds like you guys are coming around Waltz. to tarantino dude i love yeah. it i will I'm, <laughs> i know I, I'm, I'm such a fan i know boy. i know I, what you're saying yeah. i know what you're, he is violence, lying yeah but the violence for me i'm not is lying just i'm getting, just saying it's it's getting old and yeah. and, and, and the shitty characters now do you yeah. do you still do you still gravitate towards that stuff, Max? I uh, you guys, there's, I a know. Yellow, there's a yellow cardinal in the backyard right now. I'm serious. We're going to break for cardinal. I can't see it. You see it? I can't see it. Well, Max, can you see it? It's right out the back door. Oh, yeah. It's a yellow fucking cardinal. What are you seeing? Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. It's up top. It's above the roof. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I see it. It, it looks good. Yeah. Uh. I ha I have a really I have a really good answer uh for this, I think. Or I feel you know, it's not something I think I think why we don't like this violence anymore is because it's been like it's been copied from the masters and it's been shittily uh imitated and it's not good. Like I went and we also saw also live in a world full of fucking real life well, violence. I, just I went and saw Logan, right? Mm-hmm. I actually liked Logan. I hated it, and I'll tell you why. When I was a kid, and I and I seek that gory violence out, I was begging for a superhero movie like Logan. And right. then by the time 2017 rolls around, I'm seeing Logan put his three claws through a dude's head, like shink, shink, all CGI. Everybody's having a great time in the theater, and I thought, too late. And yeah. I also thought. I'm over it, this. I, I, but it just doesn't match. I go, I spent so many years as a kid playing with these superheroes in sort of this uh, limited uh, zone of like violence, you know? And it, and to see that was sort of too little and too late because the, the effects were not cool. They were CGI. It looked like a video game. And it looked like, and you know, if you play video games, the violence on that is is way Off more the and, and, and yeah. so, you know I'm, i played grand theft auto um they have uh an illinois ban going on right now to ban it i think that's absolute horseshit because of the carjackings um i don't know how you stop that but um uh well more, edu more education game. and uh no no not how know. you stop the car i i'm just saying i don't know how banning a video game stops real life uh Oh, it does. Uh, um, you know. Desperation, but um, but but with that said, these video games I think sort of spoiled the level of violence. But with Tarantino, that stuff is it, it's done in a like a a masterful way. It's not like what's well, always artist goes hit off and blood's gonna. It, it, well, it's done. It's done for a purpose. Yeah, he's doing it to shock. Yes. Yeah, yes. you know, 
it's it's not just it's not like um you know night of the living dead or you know where it's fun and right. gory for for almost humor's yeah. sake right you know tarantino's using shock as a storytelling device mm-hmm. to to fuck with his audience you yeah. Know? yeah i mean um uh once upon a time in hollywood <clears throat> perfect example we all know what happened in real yeah. life and we're kind yeah. of waiting for that to happen mm-hmm. and of course he completely you know, rewrites and then history. Brad Pitt takes a big can of dog food and throws it into uh, the character who was Susan Atkins. Right. Hits her in the face with it. And you know what? I fucking laughed my ass off of that, even though it's like, it's kind of a horrifying thought. But I mean, considering what they did to the Tate LaBianca family. Right. right. Um, yeah. He, he also, like, kind of wants to indulge in a little revisionist history for this is what should have happened. Right, know? right, right. And that, in that there and, was humor in that there yeah. was, um, it turned the story on its head. Yeah. And, and prior to that, there was no violence in that film. Yeah. I mean, except for the no, fight with him just, and Bruce Lee, just cool, yeah, just really just funny. cool just funny. vibes, not right. to be like corny or anything, but like, re- and you know what? Probably the best use yeah. of Mrs. Robinson I've ever used. <laughs> right. Or I've ever seen you. Sorry. I mean, the it, whole movie is just a gigantic love letter to Los Angeles. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know what? And, and and I love looking at it. And it was I think so beautiful when to watch. Tarantino tells that ending, I think he genuinely was in love with these actors and to understand what happened to them in the end probably pained him so much as a kid because you know all he had was movies action figures and his his brain to tell these like fake stories and i think like he views these actors and actresses like people that these were some these were people i could have potentially worked with these are these are people who could have made more movies that i could have enjoyed in my childhood and i think he Probably could Roman have conducted Polanski could this. have fucked more teenagers. <laughs> yeah. if he probably he stayed in the U.S. Probably had this story conducted in a way when he was a kid because it right. almost is like a childlike fantasy of like being. Oh like, yeah, Revenge no, my or, heroes aren't going to die, and right. guess what? The people that ever it's, tried it, to do that are going to pay, and it's just. It's another movie something where about he it. indulges his foot fetish too. Well, they all yeah, indulge in yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I have no I have no comment on that on, on my hero's foot fetish. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have, have no, no problem with yeah. that. Um I've said this before, I'll say it again about violence. Um I've said this before on the show, but my favorite example of the way to deal with violence is uh was I was watching years ago the director's commentary for um uh, the Brad Pitt movie um, Split Personality. Oh, uh, uh, damn it. Uh, fight, uh, fight, fight Club. club. Fight yeah. Club, thank yeah. you. And there's a scene in Fight Club when Jared Leto's character gets the crap kicked out of him by mm-hmm. Ed Norton, right? Yeah. And when they originally filmed it, they they um, they showed more of his face like kind of caving in. For a brief moment, you see him all bloodied. Right. And then like in the next scene, his face is all swollen up. But you didn't really see much of his face. You saw no. Ed Norton on top of him. But the best shot were the slow motion reaction to the crowd around yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. And they said when they when he tested the the film, they originally had those images in there of his of this, of this face like caving yeah, in yeah. and then they took him out and they replaced him with this and they said the audience reaction was so much better because not only do, are you seeing these humans mm-hmm. which w- that's what we want to see in our stories yeah. right these humans re- but their reaction was so off-putting like yeah. you yeah. reacting to your dad that <laughs> that the viewer's imagination Took it someplace yeah. beyond exactly. yeah. anything they could have done completed, by filming it. Completed the, yes. the picture, right. in the story. Yeah. So I, I, I think violence has its place in our in our totally. films, in our stories, yeah. and totally. it can be, but it can be used as a tool well and yeah, and, just uh, so it is. And it a, can be and it can be abused. Right. It can be yeah. totally like I, I felt like it was abused in Logan. I felt like a lot. Like you don't want it to be pornographic. And, you don't want right. it to be. Right. Uh, I'm not trying to take away those movies. If right. People have. Desire to see John Wick, what you know, whatever. Like, go ahead and see that. That's cool with me. And I like, I actually like right. John Wick. But no, no. I, I think I do agree. I think with me, like we talked about this already. Tarantino has a has a way where he tells his violence. It's in the story. It moves the story. It's important to be in there. And then there's that that what you said that violence that that kind of tells the audience like this isn't okay. And this is actually this is actually frightening. 
that is my actually second favorite kind of vibe. Like when a gun in a movie is used to like, whoa, this has some. Cur- it's not like we're trading bullets like John Wick or so. And I, I I'm sorry right. to use John Wick as an example. No, so that's a times. good. It's a good but, example. Yeah. But when the gun holds more currency, and you're like, or somebody dies, I'm gonna shoot you, and it's like mm-hmm. you have control of a whole room. I just think that's a lot more interesting than, you know. Uh, that somebody uh, pulling out do, another do, gun do, and then do, they yeah. shoot do. and do, you know, <laughs> the, cartwheels around the room. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Michael Bay shootout, Okay, what so have you. back to, well, taking this all the way back to the beginning of the conversation, we were sure. talking about antagonists and sometimes protagonists that are mm-hmm. shitty people that we yeah. don't spend time with. So what are some examples of some antagonists in movies that you still enjoyed watching? We we, we talked about uh, Gene Hackman. Alan and, Rickman. And, and, and Rickman was yeah. a great antagonist mm. without being a shitty person like hmm. what like like there's where are some good i mean like let's go back to stephen conrad like yeah. at um uh i'm sorry patriot terry pa- no no but uh, uh that 70s show um oh uh red uh kurtwood, kurtwood, kurtwood smith. sorry mr smith <laughs> kurtwood's character yeah definitely an antagonist right yeah and but beautifully written yeah beautifully portrayed like you know like just his little quirks and like you can not like this character but i still loved watching every second that kurtwood was on my tv screen by the end of it the part when uh in in patriot where he's at the cocaine anonymous meeting or something (laughs) (laughs) well by the by the end of it by the end of the first season you're wondering if he's the villain or the victim it's just like well then you begin to realize he's kind of he's kind of both yeah well that's the genius of steve and then and then the genius is second season all of a sudden you know kurtwood falls apart personally completely but comes around right turns into this you know really humane decent human being right well, right. the whole thing with this family yeah. in the second season was great. So it was amazing. So I mean, like that's that's a hard thing to do, right? Yeah. Right to 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 get an antagonist that's going against what your characters want, but without being a total shithead. I don't ask me why. I'm a nerd for the superhero movies. I just watched that's the, that's fine. I watched the the two big Marvel the Avenger ones. I've never seen any of them, man. There's a couple of these. I, I I could recommend one or two that are pretty decent movies. What's, what, what's considered the first? The first Marvel Iron movie. Man. Really. Yeah, that yeah. was like kind of one at all. The yeah. John Favreau yeah. ones. John Favreau, yeah. yeah. And, the you know, um, and frankly, I mean, um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Just <laughs> oh, he's yeah. a great actor. He fucking kills it. Yeah, he's every great, time. Perfect great, for that great character. actor. Yeah. You know? Did you see the last one that everybody... The last what? The last, uh, the last, the mark. last movie. Um, what, what, what was the one where everybody was like the finale of some the Infinity sort? War? Infinity yeah, War. That I just watched both of them. Yeah, and like uh, uh, Thanos is the you know antagonist right, right. of that you know, but he's great. Josh Brolin is amazing. Actor. Why did I think it was Bruce Willis this whole time? No, it's Josh Brolin, oh. and he's great. He's a <laughs> good Damn, actor. Great, you know he's. You know, we don't. We're not really seeing him, yeah, but his yeah. performance yeah. is coming through in his facial expressions and his, mm-hmm. his his voice. You know, and um, and of course, like the funny thing about that character is like, you know, Thanos did nothing wrong. <laughs> like, the, like it, like it's not. He, you know, it was yeah. a horrible execution. But the idea that the universe can't sustain itself, so right. he's going to wipe out half of everybody in the universe just so that the other half can survive and live, you know, is like a evolutionary theory almost, you know? Um, But he's so dedicated to his cause that he kind of gets blinded to other things. Right. Zealot. Right. Right. So it's, I mean, I I think you can write antagonist characters that I don't, that aren't good people, but you still want to watch them, but you can also write great characters like, um, uh, um, Adam Sandler in, yeah, in right. uh, um, Uncut Gems. Uncut yeah. Gems. And he, like, I, I, I will never watch that movie again. It was really well done. Yeah. He's Man. great performance, well shot. Fuck you, movie makers, because you did everything you wanted to do. I hate yeah. the music made me uncomfortable. The, the filmmaking, I love the music, everything from top to bottom, they did exactly. I fell for for it, hook, line, and sinker. Did, Same you, here. did you see yeah. Good Time before my dad I lies did. and says he did? I did. He yeah. fell asleep. No, no, I, I've tried to watch it twice and fallen asleep once. Times. 
you gotta watch it. Okay, okay. I'll watch it someday. You, you know, what's it. funny is I. Th- what's the brother that's the actor too? Uh, Ben Ben Safdie. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not a big fan of his. Uh, who, that, that was problem. Who is he? Ben Safdie. He plays the brother in Good Time. Right. Okay, I didn't. That gets I didn't... manipulated. Uh, the redhead. Y- yeah. Um, and then the the other brother, the other brother's cool too. Uh, well, I, I know you're not you're not a fan of I, I'm Ben. A, I, I mean, I as in an terms, actor, in terms of I an just, actor, I just, yeah, didn't yeah, like, yeah. I just didn't like watching them on screen. Yeah, the, 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 they're keep making movies, guys. Yeah, don't yeah. stop. No, they're don't they're. Uh, <laughs> I think they're the future. I I I, I don't want to put that on them, but I think they are. I I hope they don't make a third movie like that comes out and it's too similar to good time uncut gems. I think their key is to make something that's going to be like different. I hope they look just as effective. I I hope they look at the Coen brothers career and they try to emulate that. Yeah. Well, they're like like Coen brothers meets, uh, Michael Mann or something. It's like, they have their own style. I just mean the Coen brothers, they dip their foot in everything. They do serious movies. They do. I see a little little bit of Abel Ferrara in those guys. Yes. Absolutely. They did a, they did a doc on a New York basketball player called Lenny cook. Um, and it's apparently a really great documentary. It's on my, it's on my queue. Cool. Yeah. On that note, it's rest great in to peace, be back. Daft Punk. <laughs> I will forever remember you, and uh, uh, thank you for the music. Um, uh, Human after all changed my life. That's the main album and song. Thank you. Well done, Daft Punk. Yeah. Kid, take us out. Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning in to our 88th episode. Sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. That's 1746 West Chicago Avenue, as my dad rudely cut me off. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions. Chris Bat. Home of the Max and Tony Show. Don't forget to check out Adventureland Gallery in the Dime. Or actually do forget because they do not exist as of now. No, not, not nothing until to June. add there? Okay. Yeah, uh, not okay. until June. Uh, Dime will be back. Uh, my, my dad has a pulse on uh, COVID-19 when it's going to end. Uh, Want to catch up on old so. episodes? Do you have any burning questions for Max or Tony? Burning. That are going to burn us. Fire. And we're going to give some fiery answers back. Go to the maxandtonyshow.com. That's the maxatonyshow.com. And that will be where you can catch our next episode. Episode 89. 1989. With our special guest, Robert Title, movie producer, Chicago film icon. <laughs>